Hey everyone and welcome back to the I Feel Funny podcast where I talk about things that make me feel that make me feel funny. My name is Gracie Lee, your host. I have been playing tennis in 30 degree heat. So I feel a bit out of touch with my body, a little bit discombobulated, a little bit freaky. So I am actually unsure how this is going to go, if this is going to be a free-flowing episode or if this is going to be all over the place because of how how dehydrated I am. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm going to try and make this episode a little bit more fun because my last two episodes were super deep. Um, Actually, that's a lie. This episode is going to be just as deep, but probably just not like super intense that you you get what I mean. Today I'm going to be talking about things that I've learned that have led to more questions because you know um, it's just like a general it's just pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's pr- it's a it's pretty straightforward. The things I'm going to talk about literally do not coincide with each other at all. They are not related in any way and it actually makes me think like, why am I even doing this? Um, but I've come up with a list because I'm a Virgo. Oh my God. Hashtag Virgo. Love me a list. I love me a list. Hashtag Virgo. I come up with a list of things that I have thought about that I've started to understand, actually not understand at all. Some of these things I've learned to like understand, but then I've still, I'm still like, wait, how does that exist? type thing. So yes, I hope you guys have all been well. I've been loving doing this fucking podcast. It's been so much fun. The amount of conversations that I've had with people like just coming up to me and being like, oh, I love when you said this. I'm like, wow, thank you for fucking listening. I genuinely did not think anyone would care or be interested. And I guess it's just like a reminder to like put yourself out there and I don't know, just fucking do it. Like if you have something that you have been thinking about and you've been wanting to do it and you're putting it off and you're like, I'm going to start on Monday and the Monday never comes, just like do it. Don't hesitate. Do not hesitate because you will never do it. Just jump head first and who cares? I think one of the main things when doing this podcast was – Oh, but people are going to think that I'm weird. Uh, like, oh, it's, re- you know, I'm really vulnerable and I'm going to get all vulnerable and it's just going to be like not a vibe. But everyone is so focused on their own lives that they're not even going to care what, like, about you. I'm so sorry, but they're not. And if they have a problem, they will think about it for a little bit. They'll dwell on it, whatever, waste their time. And then they forget because they care about their own lives. So genuinely nothing matters. So just fucking do whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. Anyways. So should we get onto my list of things that I want to talk about today? So I'm going to start off my list now. And the first thing is our way of living. <laughs> I question, are we as humans living the way that we're supposed to? And has technology made us kind of too advanced and we are living each day worrying but in reality nothing matters 
So let me explain. What kind of put this in perspective for me was watching a movie I saw on Netflix called Four Good Days, I think, with Mila Kunis in it. Basically, basically she's a heroin addict and she explains why she's addicted to heroin in a way that made me go, girl. So basically she, she says, why can't we live like plants do or like dogs do or how kids see life? Like a plant isn't thinking about, oh my God, am I going to make it in my career? No, they just sit there and fucking breathe. Like they just exist. Same with a dog. They're just like, oh my, my next meal. Oh, I'm so keen. Like there's no like, oh my God, I have fucking work tomorrow, bro. Your dog never fucking complains. It just loves you to death. As well as like kids, like I feel like we are constantly chasing the feeling we had as children of just like, who cares? I just want my lolly and I want to like stay up all night with my cousin and have fun. Like there's no, we just have overcomplicated things. Like if you think about what we used to do in the ancient days where we would forage for food, like are we meant to just be like foraging for food and like surviving? Because if you think about life, like we're the only species that care about the future. Like everything else, like all other animals on this planet just live and they exist and they eat and they fight and they mate. And they. it's just like they are in this life cycle where we are like, Oh, my new job promotion. Like, I'm really depressed. I don't got no friends. We, it's like, are we just meant to be like, and like running through the bushes and fighting with each other? And like, if one of us dies, it's like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what I mean, though? Have we overcomplicated things? Like, are we. Oh, have we tortured ourselves by becoming more evolved? <sighs> hope that hope that makes sense. Anyways, let me know what you think. The next thing, which is completely off topic to what I just spoke about, is serial killers. That's number two. So just, I think, last year, I started listening to true crime. I had never, ever ever listened to true crime before and I think listening to true crime was a turning point in like how I perceive the world and creating like an amount of empathy for other people um I often wonder like was it a good thing to start listening to true crime because now I'm paranoid And now I am even more scared of this world. But then at the same time, would you rather be more ignorant and like possibly have something happen to you because you're not like thinking about the things that you've heard? Or would you rather be more scared but like kind of know what people are capable of, if that makes sense? Like I have heard some fucked up shit happen to people like 
murderers and like it's okay yeah i should have said trigger warning for this so from now on this is a big trigger warning for like murder um i just think the idea of like a serial killer like one of the ones that fucked me up the most was the case of what's his name fucking Jeffrey Dahmer I listened to the case before the Netflix series came out and I remember being so affected by this I I went home and I cried in the shower like I hate everything this is fucked I hate this world like how can someone do that to someone else like you know what I mean like I feel like most humans or like me, people who have empathy, which I hope is like a large percentage of this world, but I don't fucking know, honestly. If you accidentally hurt someone, like if you step on someone's toe, you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But people are out here cutting open people's heads and shit. Like the brain of someone who is capable of hurting another human being is to me one of the most like crazy things in this world like you you seek to hurt and that is insane and i think when they get caught it's like they don't care it's it's weird like you are about to spend your whole life in jail your life is over but they are willing to like make that chance just to end someone's life and and seeing a life as I'm just going to end it and I don't know who you are and I don't know who your family is I don't care I want to be my my own selfish self and ruin your fucking life your life and everyone that knows you's life you know what I mean and I think that the psychology behind it is like how did you come to be I just think the fact that a human brain is capable of like blocking that emotion like a lot of serial killers it happens from head trauma it's like a consp- is it a conspiracy it's a theory that if they um like get bonked on the head as a child it can damage a part of the brain that perceives emotion what like do you know what I like how the f- fuck does that happen anyways so I've comprehended it's like I've comprehended that these things happen but I'm also like you're not gonna know until it happens to you and god forbid like that anything you know like I just I can't even think about it anyways I have so much more anxiety from listening to that stuff now but I'm also kind of grateful like on a night out I am looking over my shoulder. I am looking over my shoulder. I will never leave a friend alone. I don't care if you're going to have a little soup because you want to go meet up with your boyfriend. I don't give a fuck. I am coming with you to the toilet. I am walking down the street with you. Like I am watching you get in your Uber and taking you home because I never, ever, 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 ever want to be in a situation where I experience something like that. (laughs) peace love trust don't fucking murder people okay the next number number three is understanding physical pain and I know this sounds funny you're like Gracie why like what do you have 
what have you learned about physical pain? Um, how about the fact that it can happen, girl? The fact that like people go through really, really horrible things. Like, and you just like, thank fuck. Like I'm a pussy, okay? If I hit my arm, if I stub my toe, I'm like, this is fucked. Like this feeling right now, I just want it over. Move on, move along. I don't want to think about it. Fuck that. Okay, but like, what about the people who have like lost their arm? Like, okay, not only just like, oh, she's lost her arm. Like she doesn't have an arm anymore. Like the moment that it happens, the pain that you would feel, look, I don't, I'm not sure. I've, I'm lucky enough to like have all my limbs. And a lot of people say that um, your adrenaline like blocks a lot of those pain receptors. But like surely not all of them. <laughs> like surely you would feel some sort of fucking pain. You know what I mean? Especially like going back to true crime. The people that aren't lucky, lucky, people that aren't lucky die in horrific ways. Um, just, um, way, like, ew, fuck, you can, like, ew, like, uh, you can, like, feel, like, your organs inside and, like, some people, like, have them outside of them and it's, like, I can't fathom feeling that, like, I, I cannot fathom having, like, an organ outside of my body, like, you know what I mean, like, I can't even, like, think of that for too long the fact that like there are organs in my body and they're just so squishy and they're just like chilling in there under like one layer of skin and that they could come out if something went wrong like I I just think about the people that have had those really traumatic or like very unique experiences and how difficult it must be to be like hey guys like I've had an intestine come out of my stomach do you know what that feels like? And then everyone's just like, no. And then they're like, oh, only me then? Like, it's such like a unique experience, like having like a pain like happen in like a fucked up way, if you know what I mean. And I think I am just very curious about that. And I listened to a really, really interesting episode. Um, uh, The true crime podcast I listened to is Morbid. And they did such a fucking interesting episode about um, understanding pain and how we are just so curious. I might go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I'm just going to say fuck it. So I was listening to them talk about public executions and yeah, in like ancient times, like in ancient Rome, how they would literally have animals unleashed on people for entertainment and everyone would be like yeah yeah fucking get his head yeah fucking pop his eyes out like people were fucked right and it's like ew that's you like we as humans now would be like girl that is fucked like there is absolutely no way I would never ever watch that but there's a little twist in reality we haven't changed a bit like public public executions are not something we do anymore thank goodness but there are still very very fucked up places that you can go to on the internet that shows these things and 
like these videos out there on the internet have billions of views, billions of views. So they might not be public executions anymore, but now we just get to do it from the comfort of our own home and we get to like hide away and like not have any consequences because no one knows that we're watching it. You know what I mean? This is going to go really dark for just one second and then I'm going to bring you out of it. An example of this is the ISIS beheadings. Now, I was so fascinated by this just recently. I know that it's been going around for a really, really, really long time. But I kind of delved into it a few months ago after being like more self-aware and being absolutely horrified by this. I did not watch any videos because that would ruin me if I ever fucking saw that. You know what? And it's funny because I thought about it because it's the curiosity of like, but what would it look like? But, and and I think like majority of the world does that. I remember in school, people would send that shit around. That's a person. (laughs) That is a person. That is a person with a family. And instead of watching the video, I went into this massive spiral of looking up him, his family, anything he said before it happened, like understanding the fear and how they would like do so many like takes before it actually happened. So he never knew when it was coming. And I was just like, holy, like people just like don't get that these are like human beings and they're just they just think it's funny and that's why I'm scared of humanity guys like that is why like I don't I don't like us I, I think that we're like fucked up that was a tangent um what was I talking about oh yeah pain <laughs> so you know what I mean like I just think about like people go through really excruciating things and like I love like everyone just like take a moment to be like oh I have like legs to walk around in like If you were having a bad day, look at your hands and be like, I can grab this water that I'm drinking out of with my straw and I can have like a fucking good time. I have my head on my neck, like it's still attached and I have my family and like, thank gosh that I have never had to feel anything fucked. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to move on and I'm really out of breath and I hope no one gets mad at me for talking about that. I'm going to go into a little bit of a lighter topic because I feel like that was really intense. So I'm going to talk about ghosts and my perception on ghosts. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because I have had lots of chops and changes. Coming into my 20s, I still do not know what I believe in. I'm still figuring that out and I think it all comes down to your individual self with what works for you and your life. So growing up, I like wholeheartedly believed in ghosts, right? I genuinely am like, yeah, of course they're fucking real. Like there's absolutely no way. Like I was such a believer. Like I had a friend in primary, high school, high school that could see ghosts and I was like, I am so jealous. Like I genuinely wanted like a gift to be able to see to the other side. And I think recently, like 
going through life and as I'm like learning new things, I've questioned it a lot. And being like such a realist, like thinking about the world, like this is the world, we're floating in space and we're surrounded by nothing. Having that mindset, it's very hard to like believe in the supernatural side. I really want to. Like I really, really want to, like desperately want to believe that there is something in the afterlife and I am honestly asking for evidence. Like I kind of want something to happen but also I don't want to be scared because if I ever see something in my bed at night, like an actual like thing, I will never sleep again. After seeing that stupid smile movie, I was traumatized because the cinema had the volume up way too loud and there was no escape. And I, I have a fear of like impending darkness, <laughs> like rooms that have nothing in them, but it's existing even though like there's no physical, like there's no one in there. You know what I mean? I'm going to try and explain my fear. So for example, me and my roommate, we went to this abandoned house near our house and basically there's this like alarm that like beeps every like 10 seconds. It'll be like beep. And I'm like, that's freaky. And then I think about like when we're like in our house, like all cozy, I just like imagine the alarm just like going beep and there's nothing there. And it's like just a pitch black abandoned house. I don't know what it is, but I find it terrifying that like that still happens, but there's no one there to see it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so I just have this fear of like, I don't know, like things in rooms and like shit. But if something was in front of me, I say I want to see something, but like I don't think I could handle it. But I also need some sort of evidence. Anyways, so I have done Ouija boards and things like that growing up for like fun because I wanted to experience something and they moved every single time I they moved and I spoke to something but I had a conversation um, a few months ago that made me think of this a little bit differently. So this is the third episode now and by now you know that I have very I have a lack of hope in humanity like I genuinely just have this massive lack of trust in humans I was thinking I was like okay so the Ouija board right this is like evidence of the supernatural but I was like what if in every single game that you've ever played with friends and it's moved and they've talked to you how do you know that no one else is moving it like, and then you could say, no, 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 it was just me and my best friend that I trust in the whole world. Like I, like I trust her the most in this entire world. And I'm like, okay, but what if everyone is secretly like a little bit fucked? Like they just want to like, how do I explain this? Anyone is capable of lying, even people that you know won't lie could still lie you know what I mean like you could be like yes this person would never do that but you don't actually know like 100% 
So then I got into a little bit of, of a spiral and then I was like, what if everyone who has ever done a Ouija board has just been tricked by like their close friends? But then that turns into like a distrust in humans. Like then it's like, okay, but so that every single person ever lies? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh my God, who's lying to me? And then I think about, I did it with my best friend in high school. Like I had known her for 10 years. And I'm like, did she move it? Like, I don't know for sure. But if she did, it means that how I perceive her is completely different to how she is. You know what I'm, I don't know if this makes sense, but I have such a lack of trust in people. And if you don't, if you're not in their brain, like you don't know for sure, you know what I mean? So anyways, yeah, that's my take on, on ghosts. It more comes down to, do I trust the people that have said something about it? But I genuinely like want to know, I would love to do an episode on ghost stories and I want people to send me in their experiences because I genuinely like want some like unexplainable shit to happen where I'm just like, oh, okay, thanks. Because please, I, I do need there to be some sort of afterlife like so that it could just be like the fun can carry on and it's not just like, okay, you will never ever see me again and that is it, you know? Anyways, last but not least, I'm going to talk about death. I'm going to talk about death. I will probably talk about death all the time. Um, and look, spoiler alert, I have not come up with any conclusions. So I don't know why I have this on my list. This is not something that I have learnt. I think that I just really enjoy talking about it. I literally just put my palm on my chin and I'm just like waiting for your response like can you like tell me what you think anyways the reason why I'm adding this into my episode is because this me talking about this right now is an evidence of my growth last year since my like I guess awakening you could say I could not discuss death with anyone and I still struggle with this but I think I'm more open and accepting. No, <laughs> no, I am not accepting. I am not accepting. But I can now talk about it without having a panic attack. Like whenever someone would mention something to me or like bring up the topic or I would get in a deep conversation about death, I could feel my heart beat faster and I would want to cry and I would start shaking and I would have to say, No, like I actually can't talk about it. I'm freaking out. And then they would keep talking about it. And then no, and then I would say, no, 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 like I actually, like I can't talk about it. And then they would keep going. And I would say again, no, 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 like I genuinely can't speak about this topic because it's just this impending like uncertainty. The uncertainty of life fucking kills me it is the vein of my existence I genuinely feel like it holds me back in so much of what I do because it's just this impending uncertainty and I'm like scratching my face like fucking tell me what's going to happen I need to know I can't bear the thought of this I can't 
Oh, but I was actually watching Jonah Hill's new movie, the movie he made about his therapist, and the therapist explained something. Basically, this uncertainty, he explained that it never, ever goes away, ever, (laughs) ever. And I'm like, thanks, because I was waiting for a day where I'm like, I accept death. Like, I am chill. Take me away. I'm ready. I imagine myself on my deathbed. freaking out like oh I'm actually I can feel myself getting a little bit um like I could cry (sighs) it's so hard for me to talk about um okay maybe this wasn't a good idea maybe I'm actually not um any more closer to understanding what's gonna happen Um, I think that's why conversations like this are so important. I think it's when people say that it's the only thing that's certain in life is death. Oh, it really hits hard. I'm going to (laughs) cry. And I think that conversations like this are so important because I like knowing that I'm not alone in this my partner is he is fucking chill he is like when my time's up it's up and I'm like ready as ever and I'm like don't leave me like no (laughs) like and it makes me feel like I should be chill with it as well like I envy people who are just like yo like it's gonna happen and I, as much as I don't like talking about it, I think the conversation is important to happen. Conversation leads to new ideas. Conversation is comfort and you never know what could come out of it. So, <laughs> that's so cute. I think I might have to stop talking about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to end that. I really, really, really hope that this podcast made sense. I always get like so nervous of like, fuck, is this going to like be chronologically collect? Collect? (laughs) Is this going to be correct? Like, is this interesting? And I think having people relate to me is so fucking comforting. And I just really, really love doing this. It is so much fun. I love sitting down on Sundays and just absolutely chatting and then starting, like, just connecting with people. It's, oh, I can't wait to do episodes, like, advice episodes or, like, reading your stories. Like, I just, that's the thing that I'm most excited about is, like, responding to that. So, If you guys want that to happen, if you could like maybe rate the podcast, it it like helps with the algorithm and we can reach some more people and then I could start doing fun episodes like that and that would just be absolutely so good. So yeah, if you guys really enjoyed it and you feel like rating the podcast, that'd be so awesome and um, I hope that this was an okay episode. I just feel so discombobulated because I just spoke about death but it's fine it's fine I probably have heat stroke as well so yeah 
Thank you for listening. I hope this was okay. And I will talk to you guys in the very, very, very near future. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Was that? Should I just say bye again? Okay. Bye. No, wait. Hang on. Bye. No, no, that's fucked. Um, how do I say it? Bye. Bye, guys. See you later. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs>